Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. Welcome back. We're going to talk now to Gary Hong and Yvonne Xiao, the co-founders of Playpan. And now, if you haven't heard of Playpan, you might not be alone, uh, but it is a social movement to work with local startups, local SMEs, local companies to give them access to the public that they might not have ordinarily had. And I'm going to go ahead and bring in Gary and Yvonne now, and they can tell us more about this. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Yvonne, let's start with you. Tell us about the background to Playpan and what it actually is. Uh, thanks for having us this morning. We're so excited to be telling, you know, everyone about this uh, ground-up social movement. Yeah. So, you know, some time ago, right, Gary, you know, actually met the owner of this uh, peace center, and it, it's going to be demolished soon. Mm. So, you know, Gary proposed an idea of, you know, why don't you just give this space to us because, you know, we are lacking in a big community space. And the owners was like, okay, you know, let's hear about your crazy idea, right? Because <laughs> as we all know, Peace Centre is smack in the middle of central Singapore. Yeah, right, right in yeah. Selegi Road. Right, yeah. and it's a 400,000 square feet mall, right? I mean, although it's going to be demolished, but who gives you that mall to play for good? So anyway, you know, one crazy idea leads to another. And here we are into almost third month and final month uh, where, you know, communities come together to play, to reimagine how we give back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Yvonne, just staying with you before we bring Gary in, I'm trying to visualise this for our listeners. I know Peace Centre. I featured it in one of my novels. I think it's a fascinating place, retail space. As you said, 400,000 square feet. How do you visualise that? So who goes where and what is there? Tell us what is yeah. in this place. So, you know, as we all know, the Peace Centre, right, it's a 40, 50-year-old building. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be, um, you know, printing houses, uh, KTV, you know, yes. and really like, you know, a messed up place, right? So when we took over, what we did was we really wanted to beautify the whole space and give birth to new creativity, new innovations. So the Peace Centre now, it's so different from what it used to be. You will see a lot of graffiti, muralists. Blockchain folks are there, the thrifting, sustainable folks are there. So, you know, it's this whole uh, haven really literally come to life. And we're only but, open but during the, the original, weekends. Sorry, yeah. the original tenants have all vacated. Yes. Yeah. 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 So everybody had to move out and then this, this kind owner of the building let you move in all of these startups and, and small and young businesses. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, everybody there, it's like brand new. So we have the charities that comes in, the ground-ups, the schools and literally everybody else in between. Yeah. So Gary, how do you choose who comes in? How does it work? Do they pitch you? Well, I'm always very kampong uh, mindset-driven person. So what I do is uh, you always start with our closest Amrit friends and all this. So of course, when I have this, is uh, you know I remember the few key names that I know. Like Yvonne is one of the key names. So I started to pitch to them and said, hey, now we have a bigger kampong to play and and and. Would you be your own kampong head and bring in your corporates, bring in your network of people? And, and slowly we just organically grow this. And, and I, I always believe in one thing, in social goods and in community service. We believe in 
the natural uh, aura, you know, the the, mm. the positive energy that we are bringing. And this is the magic that is happening playpen right now. You know, I mean, one after another is is bringing uh, different different stakeholders to come in. Yeah, Gary, I was going to say you own Ten Square right across the street, which is we've had you on before to yes, talk about yeah, yeah. the car vending machine uh, place, and you've done so much with the community just in the short time that you've had Ten Square open, giving uh, rides in classic cars to seniors and and bringing a community there for for barbecues and things like that. So your concept of being sort of kampong spirit driven, I think I have seen you live that out in your own business right in that neighborhood. And then to bring this into 400,000 square feet, I I recall I went there for Halloween. You had a wonderful haunted house that was done by some community members in the Peace Center. On on this part, I really want to shout about it. Yeah, please. Of course, we all know that this is 1.0 more. This is about 50 over years ago. You know, it was one of the most happening more mm. during the 70s and the 80s. Mm. But when I start to bring all my peers, my friends, my network people, starting to check out the place and see what can they help and what can they leverage on this place to do something good for the community. Most of them, when they go up to the fourth floor, they say, Gary, this place is so eerie. I don't even think <laughs> there's was. an idea to do something. And I told them that, look, you know, Four months ago, five months ago, it was very active with training schools, mm. accounting firms and everything, you know. So, happens that I got a friend, you know, uh, Yvonne so know her, her name is Gina. She said, Gary, oh my God, this place has the right vibe to do something eerie yeah. and, and, and Halloween kind of driven thing. So, I said, yeah, if you are prepared to champion this, we are prepared to do it. And <laughs> I must say that she did a very good job you know, within a couple of And uh, using weeks. all sustainable furniture exactly, yeah. and youth to help build the stuff. So, so it's we all call, about we the We call all our friends that are in the Garanguni industry like, hey, what you yeah. want to throw and you don't know how to throw, you throw it here. <laughs> yeah, and that's we purpose. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I love you on this show. You're the first person to come on Money FM and say Karanguni. I haven't heard someone say the Karanguni man for a long time. <laughs> I'm a Garanguni of good, you know. I want to bring things to, to come together. Good. Yeah, that's what I like. So, Yvonne, Build a picture, paint a picture for our listeners. If I walk into the Peace Centre today, what am I going to see? What can I get involved with? Okay, so when you walk in, right, you're going to be totally transformed, right? Because it's a place where all the good stuff happen. And we don't detect what kind of good because every stakeholder is very decentralised. Mm. As long as they have a do-good idea, which is positive people, positive planet, positive plants, even positive pets, you're invited to come and manifest that vision into this space. So, for example, you know, my full-time job, I'm running one side as Law Luxological Foundation. We have a very big global immersive zone there. And it's the first one that we built around the world. So there you can see our NFT, you can see our AR, you can see our vending machine and all the innovations. And as you move upstairs, you know, you see a lot of thrift. And that has given birth to, again, you know, a lot of livelihood creations that was not there. Like moms, you know, that was... Uh, previously staying at home, right, you know, and now they said, okay, you know, let me run a small kind of a pop-up weekend place. And they didn't know that they are so good at it, right, because most of them have, you know, decided that maybe I I shouldn't be doing a lot of things. In fact, a lot of them are too worried because, you know, to take up a unit, if it's expensive, it's a big expense. It's it's something that 
either you do or you die, you know. But but in this space, it gives us a very comfort zone for them to try, and then for them to grow their ego and grow their potentials mm-hmm. and their outreach also. You know? Do they have to pay for the space? Uh, some pay a little bit, but some is actually on a, on a more like a pro bono approach whereby nice. we see them grow and yeah. we hope that they can grow. And, and you have there's like there's like fitness places, there's people selling jewelry and doing tattoos, we, we even got wrestling, you know? uh, wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, graffiti artists have painted the. Walls, yeah. like exactly, the toilets, I believe. Yes, yes, we it's got a glow in the dark. dark. First <laughs> ever in Singapore, yeah. and we have upsized Probably that. in the world, we have yeah. the first glow-in-the-dark toilet, you know. And now we have a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> escape room addition, right? So one idea keeps going oh. on to the other. And one other thing I must yeah. also shout out is that, you know, especially in countries like Singapore, we are first world country. You know, everybody is talking about mental wellness, uh, challenges mm. and all this. The thing is that we must find a melting pot for people to build families very organically. And one of the example, classic example is I have a lawyer, customers who bought cars from me. And because we took over the more I wanted to invite him to see what he can help and what he can yeah. contribute. And at the end of the takeover event, he straight away told me, Gary, I want to take one unit. I say, oh, why do you take one unit for? He said, oh, my wife is very passionate in, in, in sustainable fashions and all mm. this. So she wants to bring her network of Thai Thais to donate their, <laughs> their repurposed designer clothes, designer yeah. clothes oh. to that. And then they want to sell it and, and then raise funds for, for uh, Beyond Services and, and Wonderful. church or something like that. And there's other resale shops there selling used clothing Correct. and things like that. And some are, of them are like from Duke NUS, uh, you know, tech people. You say, I want to use AI to recognize inventory and price it out. And you know, yep. you know, It's called Trif SG. Yep. So all these are brilliant things. That if they just gonna do it in their own offices and all this, nobody gonna know. Mm. You know? Mm. So we are giving this kind of opportunity for them. And guess what? This come, uh, this lady, her, her her shop is called Blueprint. Because of that, it's like, hey, my daughter from Sota is graduating from their IB. Can they repurpose their arts that instead of putting in the drawer or in in, yeah. in the thumb drive? Why don't let them have a chance to showcase and sell and create an entrepreneurial mindset or Why be not, a right? social entrepreneurial mindset, you know? Yeah. I'm fascinated by the business model. So as I understand it, Peace Centre was sold to CEL Development, right? Correct, yeah. And it's due for demolition sometime this year. Is yeah, that Q2 of this year. But you, Q2, okay. Yeah. But you don't have a definitive date yet. Yes. So what is the business model for each of the people? Do they rent out tenants on a week, uh, sorry, units on a weekly basis, actually, a monthly basis? Yeah. How does it work? Actually, what it does was, you know, I, I quoted my example of what I did for 10 Square. Before I tear down the building, I know that in Singapore, there's a lot of compliance, a lot of uh, you know, procedures for you to apply to get an approval to finally construct your place. So I have about like three months to six months bandwidth during my, my time. Mm. So I actually supported like Glasgow School of Arts to do their arts installation. In fact, I tell them to vandalize the whole building mm-hmm. to do the art <laughs> in, uh, installation, let the children build up more creativity or opportunity. And one list to another, you know, we, we supported like Make-A-Wish Foundations and all this. Mm. And I realized that there are really a lot of do-good communities, stakeholders, but just that they only have a resources of time volunteerism. Mm. But... We cannot stop there. There is volunteerism 1.0. So what we wanted to do and I'm passionate to do is together with uh, Yvonne and many like-minded stakeholders is to grow the volunteerism to 2.0 or even 3.0. We really want to bring a collective of volunteer resources, including time, talent, and, and, and creativities, and, and even treasures, you know, like all these volunteer repurposed pre-loved clothing. 
they are of many many values you know mm. instead of going into all these dumping grounds to just donate and and they don't know the value of this right. whereby passionate mm. uh, uh, stakeholders like yin which is the the the, the founder of this blueprint she know the value of it and she know how to repurpose it into a right. people who treasure it and buying it at a you know, lower price mm. and they enjoy it and it's like creating a share value and, and from there I think there's a lot of innovations like this mm. that can happen you know so yeah. this is what Playpen want to champion and want to bring the community of like-minded people to come together and innovate this space yeah. and crowdsource because if they do it alone they have to resource themselves a lot with marketing spending mm. a lot of money doing everything but if they are part of this whole movement Everybody just have to be like a WeWork of things. You know, I just mm. need to take care of my office and the whole organic, everybody bringing the whole community over. And she sustained. Now her business is so good, you know. Yeah. We're talking with Gary Hong and Yvonne Xiao, the co-founders of Playpan. They have transformed 400,000 square feet of retail space at the Peace Center in Seligi Road into a playground for creative collaborations, small businesses, events, uh, different things. And I, and I think it is important to give a shout out to Michael Ng, the executive director of CEL Development, who I know you worked with. Um, Denise Poir, of course, the, the Singapore dis, uh, the Central District food, yeah. Mayor. Uh, she has worked with you a lot on this and, and so many other uh, like-minded people. Uh, I believe the final events are coming up. Uh, I know our a good friend of the show, Chris Milliken from yes. uh, from Penguin, he's doing a final um, event. Yeah, a, a party. The, the, uh, the interesting thing I'd like to share here also, hmm. like, like uh, Chris, you know, he initially only come in as a wine supporters for three days. Yeah. And after he saw everything, he's like, uh, Yvonne, I would like to take a place here. Yeah, he's I got a pop-up now, And right? now he's like, wow, the most <laughs> happening guy that, that is happening in, in here. You know? But yeah. he's really gotten on, as as has, I think, everybody who has gone in there and, and become a tenant. They, they no, really I caught on the spirit, right? I wouldn't call them a tenant. They, they are just a stakeholders. They okay, find stakeholder. so much passion. And yeah. on the same time, I will call those more that is right now happening uh, called 2.0. You mm. know, they just take care of their own unit. But this one is, even though I have my own unit, you know, but I do care about what's happening, going on, mm. and everybody want to bring in their resources to pump up the place yeah. because it's crowdsourced, you know. And which, I think this is a magical moment. Which yeah. is my question. You guys have put together this wonderful, vibrant community. But it has a finite time period. Is there no way you can keep it together? Are there plans to do this somewhere yes. else afterwards? What, yeah. Can you look ahead past yeah. demolition? So we're so lucky that, you know, everybody has come together to transform this space, right? Mm. And in this uh, very short period of time, I think it gave, gave us a momentum to really work towards. Yeah. If we have, you know, this place permanently, then I think that the drive to make this work will not be that strong. True. So we have this community that sort of rally around, like all the examples that Gary has given, you know, and like what Glenn has seen for himself. They, are, they keep multiplying themselves. Right, and everybody keeps bringing positive energy, mm. and everyone becomes a catalyst of this movement. Mm. And with that, all the community starts to work with each other. Mm. In the past, it's very silo. I work my thing, you work your thing. Right? We we don't cross collaborate. So now, what happens is because of this collaborative movement, the spaces are transformed, and each mm. of them have their own success stories. And with that. 
it really gave them a big stake. The sense of belonging here is so strong. We have just a couple of minutes left, Yvonne, and I I want to get to two more important questions. The first one is, what can people do there for the last 20 days of this month before the building closes for good? It is closing for good, right, at the end of January. That's the first question. Second question, Gary, maybe to you as well. Are you hoping that other landlords, other developers will let you do the same thing in other buildings around Singapore after Peace Center closes? So let's take the first question first. The next 20 days, what can people do and when is the last time they can be there? So we're only open on the weekends, right? So come by because there's so many things that our ground-up collective is bringing to the space. Jamming, uh, meditation classes, right? All these uh, workshops that you don't even imagine, but all our collective is working together to make that happen. So go down today and tomorrow. Wrestling, you know, have you seen like a Singapore homegrown production? No, right? But it's (laughs) happening here, right? So all these, so please go check our IG, uh, it's a playpen, play for good, and you will see all that happening. And, and for, for me, uh, and the future. I think if you ask me, the future is playpen is actually not a physical space, it's a movement, it's a collective of everybody feeling the vibes and the vibration to come together. And think of it's a journey, it's not an end destination. So for me or Yvonne, we actually talk about this what's next because it's a question that everybody will ask. And uh, on the same time, it's that you know. I think there is a vibe that because of this uh, playpen, we get to outreach to our neighbouring stakeholders and people that are already doing this and turn around I think the next 2.0 of Playpen is really the precinct of good. And we will have our own metaverse because ITE has committed resources to help us build that. To support that. us to build that. Wow. So we will have a physical peace center and we will have our own metaverse and very soon we will have a digital experience. Yeah, and awesome. all thanks to SMU, they are going to come and help us document this piece. We have got to go, you two, but okay. we want to have you come on in the future when you have new iterations. Yes. yes. 4.0, 5.0, whatever it is. Gary Hong, Yvonne Xiao, co-founders of Playpan, P-L-A-Y-P-A-N. Find them on Instagram. Go down to the Peace Center in Seligi this weekend. See what's happening. You've got about 20 more days to get it all done. Thanks Thank for being you with very us. Much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Right. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.